Hello, everybody. Well, that sounded quite musical then. Hello. I thought you were going to sing with Bing Crosby. <laughs> Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Um, yes. I'm sure it is your us you're looking for because you di- you downloaded this podcast. Well, you might not have downloaded it. You might be streaming. Um, you might. I don't know. I thought, is there any other way to listen to it, download or stream? And I think they're the only two ways. Um, until we get our own radio show, hint, hint. Exactly. Someone's listening. Someone's listening, aren't they? <laughs> um, anyway, I'll start again. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson, and sitting Over in Estonia, two hours ahead of my time, is the larger-than-life Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? I am good, thank you. It's good to be back. How Look at that. Two in the space of a week. Yeah, we are on a roll. We are on a roll. We are definitely on a roll. So, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. And I I really enjoyed last week as well. Yeah, Yeah, it was really good. Io was uh he was fantastic, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, he really was. He definitely brought he brought his A game, didn't he? He you brought his t- AO game. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that, that was poor. Well, you know, it's quite late over there, isn't it? And it is a Monday. We're doing this on a Monday. Who suggested doing this on a Monday? Uh it was um it was Tank, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Tank is the dog. Oh yes. Okay. Um, should we try and do it now? So, t- so Tommy's got a new dog called Tank. Uh, initially, he's called. He was called Sherman, wasn't he? But his nickname is now Tank. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sher- he was always going to be called Tank, but it's Sherman Tank is his full name. But we just call him Tank. <laughs> we just call him Tank, and um, he's he's an absolute legend. Um, if we are, you know, here doing like mental health tips and things to make you feel better, you know, to you know boost your mental well-being, um, get a dog. Yeah, like it, that's just it. Get a dog. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't want a dog, uh, but my wife—it's it's the age-old story, isn't it? I didn't want a dog. My wife and the kids wanted a dog, so we compromised and we got a dog. And um, <laughs> it, He's literally my best mate. He's my best buddy. We he just comes everywhere with me. I sort of do the school run with the kids. He's like trots down the stairs, waits by the passenger door for me to let him in. He sits <laughs> on the front seat. You know, we, we run up to the school. He's like a celebrity. All the kids come to the window. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, hi guys, how you doing? Because they all know him from the village we live in. Whenever we go for walks, all the kids are like, dang, dang. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's like Beatlemania, but like tank <laughs> mania. But he's so cool, man. He's so cool. Yeah, and, he, he looks lovely. Lovely French bulldog. Yeah, he's great. He's great. And um, I, I just realised, actually, when I messaged you the other day, like, Let, let's do a podcast on Monday, me and Tank said. And the picture I sent, of you, I sent to you of me and Tank, I, I, I imagine that's the sort of picture that you'd find on Tinder. I'm like, do you want to meet on Monday? <laughs> like, he's the holding the camera up above my head so I could get the dog in the picture, like smiling at you, like, yeah. <laughs> I must admit, it did look quite sexy. I thought, I thought he's, he's, you know, he's, he's giving me a lot of that, yeah, the high, the high angle. And I thought, <laughs> you know, for, for <laughs> yeah, I, I looked back at the message and I was like, it looks like I'm like coming on to you, doesn't it? Like, what? hello, 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 mate. What you say? We do love each other, so you know. We do. We do. So, so no, that's fair enough. Now, I, I, I mean, as you probably know, because I've spoken about it before, I absolutely love dogs. I'm, I'm like mm. obsessed with dogs, and um, you know, well, I've lived with dogs. Before. Have you, have you ever lived with dogs before? Is that why you didn't want to get one, or have you had dogs before, but they were a bit yeah. rubbish? No, I've had dogs. Um, like my mum's always had dogs, but never sort of like long term. They sort of come and go. Mm. Um, 
So we actually did have a dog called Ellie. And then when I left, when I moved out of home, I took her with me and she was amazing. English spring spaniel. Oh, I had her until she was 11 years old. And like when she died, it literally destroyed me. And this is going to sound really bad, but I cried more when my dog died than I did when my, one of my grandparents died. Mm-hmm. That's how, you know, I, I, took, I took time off work and everything. I was just like, nah. So is that why is that why you didn't want to get a dog then? Is because you couldn't stand you know you don't couldn't stand it when they die not not because you didn't like dogs. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it's not that I didn't like dogs, but I think is I think it's like a, a few things. Obviously, there was that part of it. I said I'd never get another dog because you know I was really upset. But also, just oh my god, he's farted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And that's another reason why I didn't want to have a dog because I stink. Thank you, stinky little beast. Brings <laughs> <laughs> you do the worst ones as well. It's terrible. Yeah, the good thing is though, you can if you've got a dog in the house, you can blame the dog, let one off yourself, can't you? Exactly. Well, I've got a baby as well, so between the baby and the dog, I'm good to go, mate. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm tooting twenty four seven. No accountability. <laughs> yeah. No, but um. I, I really, really want to get a dog, but because, you know, I'm all over the place, mm. done loads of traveling this year already, getting up at all sorts of times and that, uh, it's, and I live on my own. It's, it's, it's really, it, I, I couldn't do that to a dog. I really, I just couldn't do, do that. You know, I'd have to have it there all the time. So yeah, one day, one day when my, when my circumstances change and they will, um, Find me a woman. Um, and if, uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not desperate or anything. Um, I'm going to put an ad on Tinder. I'll take you to picture for you, mate. I'm a professional now. <laughs> you are, you are, you are with the angle. The angle's always, oh, do you know, I looked, have you ever done it when you're, you're, you're on your phone and maybe like, I don't know, if someone wants to do FaceTime or there's a selfie or suddenly your phone comes on. And the phone's right below, and then you just see the chins and stuff, you know, because as, as, <laughs> your head's in. And you look at yourself, and, and I just think, flipping hell. And then what I do is I check myself. I, I get the camera, and then I move it upwards just to check whether I'm not sort of permanently like that. And it's like, oh, yeah. All right, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, I am still semi-good looking. I am still semi yeah, good yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But this is it. We're getting older, Andy. We're getting older. And I think, do you know what? This is something that is actually really been on my mind i think we touched on it uh last uh podcast but actually the reality of getting older is kind of sinking in mm-hmm. um you know i used to joke about it with my kids you know can we do this daddy can we do this I'm like, no i'm an old man i'm old i can't do that i'm old and it's a joke and now mm-hmm. they've sort of picked that up and they're running with it like daddy you're well old you're well old and my mm-hmm. wife as well you're old and then i, I said I, I said it didn't i i hurt my hip and I was just like, fuck, man, I'm falling to pieces. You know what I mean? Mm, it's like, mm, mm. and then I thought, you know, I was looking, trying to read something and I couldn't see it properly. And I've always had really good vision. I was like, are my eyes going now? Like, what the fuck? So I've recently, I've had a real sort of like, oh my God, I'm getting on a bit. You know, it's real. I think the arrival of my daughter, I think that sort of might have triggered it. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's got me thinking, man, and, and like, I don't know whether it's just that or, you know, there's other things, but I've been feeling quite anxious and I've had this sort of, again, going into this mode of I need to do something with my life. I need to do something. Yeah. You know, gone right back to that. What mm. are you doing? What <laughs> What is the meaning of your existence? So I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, yeah, I mean, I well, Firstly, I've got no sympathy when it comes to the age thing because I'm about eight eight years older than you, on the last count. So, so I don't want to hear anything about age. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm only joking. I mean, of course, you know, you you get into your forties, and you know, you are a, you know approaching middle age. I mean, I'm I'm very much in middle age, but you are when you hit your forties, you're, you're approaching middle age, and things so do what, start. What is middle age? What do we call middle age? Well, it used to be 40, but I think middle age is probably anything sort of 45 onwards, I would yes, say. Okay, so I've got three more years, three more years before I'm middle-aging it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I should not line up then, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, as is the case, you, you or I could be live to 100 or we could die tomorrow. So, I mean, I think the lesson to learn from that is don't worry about it too much. I mean, yeah. I, I, as long as you sort of keep yourself healthy and you've got a positive attitude to life and, you know, you're living and... And, and are happy and content, then, then everything will fall in place. I mean, I, I, I had, I mean, like you, I've had real existential dilemmas uh, over the last year or so. When I turned forty nine, in particular, mm. because I didn't have that year buffer to go. I didn't have a year. Uh, it, it, you know, fifth the big five O was coming up. Yeah, uh, and I've had a year of like dreams about sort of not achieving things. I've, I've had this, all this thing where I've, I've had it in the back of my head where that I, I should be gearing up to retirement rather than actually, cause all, all my, cause I, you know me, I keep myself really active. I've got always tons of plans, but then I've, I, I've got this sort of almost this sort of sadness that um, he might as well sort of, sort of slow down a bit you know um which is really sad you know it's like a sort of almost a profound sadness that 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 you and then that, that people won't really sort of take you take me seriously anymore as well because in the music industry and in and and in the film industry and stuff like that I, I'm, I'm pretty much past it basically but uh that's the you know that's the devil on my shoulder yeah the, the, the other side of it is, you know, of course, I've got loads to offer. I've got loads of energy. I don't look my age. I, I you know, I'm doing loads of great stuff. I've got loads of stuff planned and that. But you can't help when you reach these milestones, you can't help sort of think like that. And it does get you down and it can make you a bit anxious. You know, mm. um, Yes, it's a weird one. It's a weird one because it's like, um, you know, I've sort of I've got more hairs growing out of my nostrils now than I have on the top of my head and stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then, you know, I've had these thoughts like when, when I'm 50, yeah. son, when, I'm, when, my, when my oldest son is 18, I'm going to be 50. Yeah. So <clears throat> when my daughter is 18, God, I'm going to be what? 60. What? No, I'll be like 70, 70, no, 60. <laughs> oh, sorry. Maths. Quick maths. <laughs> I'll be 60. It's like, um, it's like, oh my God. I always thought it was going to be like a young, happening, cool parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you, you start thinking about these things, don't you? It's just mad. It's just mad. But then, well, yeah, then you look at someone like David Jason, who had a kid when he was 70, you know. Um, he was straight, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of people like that, you know. <laughs> so, so, I think, I think if you're sixty, I mean, sixty now, it, it, I mean, it sounds, sounds old. Sixty's quite young now. Six, sixty's quite sort of, um, and it sort of has to be young. I mean, people, by the time we get to sort of retirement age, um, certainly by the time you get to retirement age. Retirement age will be about 70 officially. And then a lot of people don't even ever retire. My, my dad hasn't properly retired. He's still doing the odd sort of job. He's a builder and he still does the odd sort of job here and there because it keeps him going and he, and he, he enjoys it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's, it's back to that thing. Um, for, for, again talking about talking about the johan harry thing like when he talks about filling up your day with with something you you enjoy and not being doing work that you're sort of uh because it's like you know you spend more time at work than anywhere um i mean and i i know what you're doing is quite well now you've got three you've got three kids haven't you so it's like it's proper you're properly busy as anything aren't you really yeah. and that's your that's for the time being that's that that is that's your life that's the way you've set up you've both set up your life you know um yeah i think yeah i think there's definitely been um i guess 
a bit of a shock to the system because obviously my wife's gone back to work now and like she's meant to have gone back part-time but you know she's quite senior or she's really senior in her work in her field of work Mm. so there's no sort of part-time she's doing hours you know I came back from taking the kids to their resting class Mm. and um came back uh what time did I call you I think it's about half eight wasn't it half past eight my time and she's still in the office you know doing work so it's like she's full on and in one respect it's really cool because it means that I get loads of time with the new baby Mm. it's really good but then I'm sort of like I kind of imagine how, you know, you know, historically women have felt when they've had a baby, they've had a bit of time together, then the man goes back off to work and they're just mm. at home with the kids. And if they've got other kids as well, it's like, okay, I've still got to make sure that they're looked after. Plus mm. I've got this new baby who I'm still getting to know. Do you know what I mean? We're doing great, but there's still times I'm just like, this. I don't have a clue what the hell you want. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's, um, so it's, I guess it's just a big change, isn't it? With a baby, it's a big change. And big am style. I right? Am I giving her enough time? Uh, you know, and going back to that stuff that happened when Kizzy was born, am I going to fuck this up? <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a bit more, I'm in a better place now to feel like, actually, I've not really, you know, messed up my kids so far. They seem pretty good. We still laugh and joke and have fun. I still discipline them when I have to, but it's definitely a house of love. So I feel like, you know, I feel like I've got this, but that's, you know, you spoke about the you know devil on your shoulder or the little chimp on your shoulder. And, you know, it definitely has sort of surfaced. Mm. And then obviously couple that with not giving yourself as much of the self-care that you probably normally would because, you know, you wake up in the morning and it's just go, go, go. And, you know, today I said to you, like, let's do the podcast, seven o'clock your time, nine o'clock my time. <clears throat> I got in at 8.30. I was like, I need to delay it. Like literally up until we got on here, I'm running around trying to set up, trying to make sure the kids are okay. You know what I mean? Mm. Wife's helping. But it's just like, I had all that. I'm like, I just felt stressed. I felt mm. stressed. Like, oh my God. And so when you came on and you're like, oh, so, so I'm like, I'm like, no, you haven't got to apologize, man. I've I've pushed this back for God knows how long. We're we're good to go. So this is a really nice, you know, release actually just to talk mm. about it again, just like letting it go, airing mm. it. And it's just like, actually, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Everything is really good. But obviously, when you're rushing and you're in it, yeah, sometimes you overthink it, don't you? Do you do you find it? are you sort of getting time to do anything for yourself? Like in terms of, um, I don't know, cause you used to do a lot of sort of exercise. Uh, you, you were doing sort of getting up yeah. early, doing aff- affirmations and all, all, all that. Um, I can't remember the name of that book. Uh, yeah, the, the miracle morning, miracle yeah. morning. And, yeah. uh, you were doing a bit of it meditating weren't you were you doing yeah it was all in there the meditation affirmations and everything but um what i you know from i'm just trying to think it's just been an absolute roller coaster for the last few months you know since the beginning of summer um sort of trying to renovate the flat that we're living in which we've done by the way completed boom and Brilliant. That was a huge thing. We sort of did the traveling, which was amazing, but then we came back and it was just like a complete building site and we were living out of bags in, you know, my mother-in-law's flat and stuff. And then the baby came. So it was like, you know, get used to that. Then try and sort of balance three kids, you know, and now, like, they've just gone back to school and everything, so it's that new routine. They've both gone to a new school. So I guess that was quite a lot to, you know, mm. you don't really think about it, but they went through a lot of emotion during that. You know, we sort of think the kids just um, deal with it, you know, but there, it was a really amazing – I have to send you this video, but um, on the first day of school, um, they, they get a gift, and Kizzy was – he needed a new phone because his one broke 
and he really wanted one. And um, my mother-in-law and his auntie, they surprised him with a phone and he didn't know he was getting it. And he, um, he opened it and he looked, he's like, no way. He went, wait, is this for Sonny? You know, is this for my brother? And then they're like, no, no, it's for you. And he was like, oh. And then he saw it. No, there's not a phone in it. He opened it up and he saw a phone. And he was like, oh, my God. And um, it, it, I looked at him and I was like, oh, bless. And then he just stopped talking. And, you know, you, you've met Kizzy. Kizzy does not mm. stop talking. And I went, that's the first time I've seen him speechless. <laughs> and he sat there and he just welled up and he just started crying. Like oh. just, and I was just like, oh, so I'm, I'm well, I'm well up just talking about it. I've watched the video because I was recording him opening the present. Mm. Um, but literally, he just got all of us. We were all just blubbing, like, oh my god. But just, you know, that outpouring of emotion, and and I truly believe that it was the build up to a new school. You know, meeting new friends, all the change that goes with it, and yeah. you know, it's a lot. Plus, just you know, a new school term anyway. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it all just came out and it was so nice. And then, you know, afterwards he was like, later on, like, daddy, what, why did I cry? You know, why did I cry? And he was trying to sort of make sense of what had happened. Yeah. And we, you know, it was a really nice chance for us to open this conversation about emotions and, you know, feelings. And sometimes when you're happy, you know, you, you get overwhelmed and, it mm. it was just it was just a really good talk and you know him to sort of say but you cried as well and I was like yeah because you got me because mm. I just felt so happy that you were so happy and you know I know that it's been tough Kizzy I know that there's been a lot of changes but you just handled it so well and I think you just needed to release all of the energy that was like you know pulsating through you and yeah oh, but I will I'll send you the video and you'll see it and I mean oh. if. If you if you don't cry, mate, but then I'm a, then I'm I've got <laughs> I've got a heart of stone. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not very good. Do you know what? I'm 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 not a crier. I'm I'm really not a crier. Um, mm. I know I will. I, I spoke. I was speaking about this about uh, someone someone the other day actually, uh, saying about um, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was because of the Queen and seeing people sort of cry instantly over that and I, yeah. and you know they can't believe people are crying over someone they they don't know and i said well yeah i mean i wouldn't do that i mean i, I even at sort of funerals i don't really cry mm. um but that's not true actually because i cry at the sort of weirdest times you know like i remember cro going to see the film coco the you know the um oh yeah 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 and that yeah. really got me i started like bawling in the cinema you know like probably yeah. crying because it just hit sort of an emotion. And I think maybe that part of it is because for so many years I've had to sort of suppress my, my, my emotions, you know, the, like the, the, the family thing was sort of brushing stuff under the carpet. Yeah. Um, when we, we, we're very, we're very open with each other and like in terms of always hugging each other and things like that and saying, I love you to each other or, or my family and that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think mine, maybe me in particular, out of all, because my brother, my older brother, he is quite emotional and he can cry quite easily. He's big, you know, my big, big, big hard fella, basically, and he and he can cry quite easily. But also, he can get angry really easily. Yeah, and I don't get angry very easily, and I don't cry very easily. You know, mm. so I, I think the whole thing, and I think that's obviously that's where some of the sort of panic attack and and anxiety comes from the sort of suppression of, of emotions you know yeah. um so so what i'm saying is if, if if you do send me that video and i don't cry um i'd be offended don't be offended <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting to you say that though because you're so open about your feelings and stuff like that so yeah. i i actually thought that you probably would be a, a bit of a crier no i thought you'd be blubbing left right and center no, no, but I think the older I get, the more, the, you know, the more I think about, the more nostalgic I get and the more, I, more you know, naturally you think about friends and family and mm. how long people are going to be here for and things like that. I don't know. It's just, 
yeah, I, 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 I think I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow up and become a proper old blubber. Yeah. I think, I think, I think as, as the years go on. Um, yeah, definitely. But I, I was going to say, um, that's brilliant with, with, with Kizzy because what that means is you've set up an environment at your home mm. whereby he feels like he can cry and, you know, there's no, there's no, oh, you know, man up. Or anything like that, or no, or, yeah. or no, or, you know, or I don't or be a sissy or whatever. Yeah, he just he cried, and and that's and and then you right, and obviously you did the right thing, and and sort of said, oh, you know, and you started crying too. And if he sees that, that sort of thing, that sort of learned learned behaviour is is yeah. um is sort of priceless, I think. And that that's yeah. yeah. Do you know what though? But this is um this was, I guess. I guess there was some work behind this as well. Cause I do you remember, I think I told you, I think I've spoken about it on the podcast when Kitty was saying to me, Oh, Daddy, I don't cry. I don't cry. I just can't cry. Even when I'm sad, we were watching something that was quite sad. And I was like, that's quite sad. I said, did you cry? And he was like, no, no, I can't cry. You know, even when I'm sad, my eyes just don't let me. And I said, oh, okay. All right. And I remembered I was the same. I wouldn't cry, but because of a lot of, you know, we're talking about learned behaviors and how we grew up being a codependent person, not showing emotion or I'm all right. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you okay? Let me look after you. So mm. I didn't really have that ability to cry. And, you know, I was very emotionally shut off and, you know, we all know how that ended me sort of slumped against the door crying, telling my wife that I wanted to kill myself. Mm. And, um, you know, I can't have that with them, you know? So it was, um, it's been a real journey because I was saying, you know, you can be strong, Kizzy, you can be a man and you can cry. And I remember, you know, I remember I told you that I said, I took it to the Avengers, you know, and there's a scene in one of the Avengers movie where Thor, you know, the God of thunder, the strongest Avenger, he cries. He talks about losing his father and his, uh, you know, and his mom and his brother betrayed him and got killed and he lost his hammer. And, and he just cries. And it's such an amazing scene in this movie, you know, this mm. all-powerful, all-conquering God, a, you know, Adonis of a man. And he's just, he's just weeping. And I'm like, well done. Because in that moment, if, if any parent wants to try to sort of get that emotional, you know, I guess give your child that emotional security that, it's all right your emotion you know thor cries mate so mm. you can bloody cry it's all right and mm. he still went off and battered thanos in the end so spoiler alert sorry if you've not watched the movie <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what i mean it's like and, and that was really good and then we started to watch a few different movies like inside out which is one of your recommendations of um mm. movies. and you know just that you know the joy and sadness and it's just like it's just such a good thing we can just sit there and literally we we sit there we try and cry just try to squeeze some tears out you know what i mean mm, mm, but mm. it's just you know it's creating that safe space and i want them to feel safe and i want them to be able to release their emotion and in a healthy way not mm. by you know how a lot of us do that you know we just get angry we get angry, we shout, we scream, or we use violence, or we drink, you know. Do yeah. it in the way that your body and nature intended. If you feel something, feel it. If you want to cry, fucking cry. And, you know, my God, it feels good. Yeah, well, it's it's it's, it's like those Pixar films are, are really good at sort of touching on emotions, yeah. aren't they? aren't they? They're, they're really, like, because like, Up is, is the classic one, you know, when you see... The, the the sort of um very fast flash through of 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 his life with his wife and then yeah. you get to then you know all the great times they have together and then she's gone basically right at the start of the film i mean that yeah then that really gets to you um encanto and um i i watched recently i watched um What's the one with the red panda called? Oh, uh, turning red. Turning red. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're all they're, they're really good at sort of dealing with 
like emotions and things like yeah. that. And and um, there are like some people, you know, I, I guess someone like Jeremy Clarkson or Piers Morgan would say, "Oh, what a load of woke crap, um, yeah. snowflakes or whatever." But you know, I'm I'm quite. I'm quite in with this sort of woke thing. I mean, all right, yeah, you can go a bit, a little bit over the top with all the pronouns, and 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 you can get and gets confusing, and and some people are, are, are a little bit too like overly sensitive about stupid things. But I think overall, it's a good thing, you know, to move in 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 that direction and 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 let kids be emotional. Let let them be as diverse as possible, or, or whatever you know. I mean, someone was moaning to me the other day, saying, "Oh, in my son's class, there's two people who um, see themselves as you know uh, non-binary or whatever." But I mean, I don't know. I mean, and they were saying, "Oh, kids should just be kids." I mean, I, I guess <laughs> there might be an argument to that, but I guess just just let. I don't know. Just let them do what they do. As long as, as long as people are happy, that's the thing. If some, if something like that is making them unhappy, and they're going, oh, I don't know, I'm non-binary or whatever, and they're miserable and they're feeling pressure because of blah de blah, then look at it. But if it's if it makes them happy, just get on with it and you know don't yeah. don't moan about it. Um, I think so I think. A... Oh, sorry, Karen. No, I was just saying. I just, I, just, I think all this sort of woke thing is it's just a just a backlash against society trying to move into a sort of better place really i think yeah yeah i mean it's um yeah there's def there's i mean there's just so many conversations to be had isn't there around it and but i think yeah. you know you sort of hit the nail on the head if it makes people happy in their skin to you know to be non-binary to be identifying as a christmas tree or you know whatever it is if it makes them happy and they're not harming themselves or anybody else you know let's go you know what i mean yeah. let's go because and i think that a lot of i mean fucking hell a lot of the people that have mental episodes or have breakdowns and stuff like that is because they're under so much pressure to fit into the norms of society aren't they what is normal and we don't all fit that box we're all different we are all different you know what i mean mm. it's just like you know let's be free <laughs> let's be free let's do it but yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's what i think as long as you're not hurting anybody as long as you're not harming yourself yep makes you happy and i think we can just all just be nice to each other can't we we can just be fucking kinder we don't need to judge everyone so yeah. what? Hey, that's not what we agree with. That's not what we believe in. We don't see it the way you see it. All right, that's cool. But let's see things differently. But let's just be kind. Let's be kind. And it's and it's only it's often only just one one that that sort of othering, I suppose it's called, isn't it? It's like you know, oh, that person is a Tory, or that person is supports that football team or that yeah. support that person's a, a rep republican or that person is a brexiter and that one's a lever you know you probably find that uh all right you've got that difference there but you probably have a chat and you probably you're, you're both fans of i don't know prince or something and you probably yeah. get on more than yeah i mean it's just just i think i think the important thing is just to listen to people and try and understand their their point of view it, Hard to do, you know, when someone's an absolute fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is, it is. <laughs> not always easy. Not always easy. Talking Talk of which, that's weird. What? Talking of which, I was going to say, talking about fucking twats, I've come off social media. I've given myself a break because I actually felt that I was surrounded by twats and also I was acting like a bit of a twat as well. Were you? Um, what were you doing? What were you saying? Well, what were you doing? Do you know what? I was getting really upset about people commenting on certain things, mostly sports things. You know, I was getting really angry and irate and, oh my God, you're so horrible. What? Why are you so aggressive to someone you don't know? And and, you know, it was really bothering me. And then also, because I was at home by my, well, with my new baby and I wasn't really getting out or doing, you know, outdoorsy things and stuff like that, I was 
taking pictures of me and her and posting it like, look at me, look at me. I was being a bit of one of those, you know, attention-seeking twat monkeys. That's what I was. (laughs) And um, I just was like, you wind your neck in, Tommy. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, is is a like that important to you that you're whoring your daughter out on fucking social media? I was like, get a clue. And I just like, I just, um, I... I, uh, what's the word when you, I deactivated my Facebook and I've removed my, um, Instagram from my phone. So, I mean, it's still there if you look for it, but I just haven't been on it. I haven't looked at it for over a month now. Mm. And actually it's been really nice. I actually feel really good about it. I've been, and like my productivity, I'm so much more productive Mm. getting stuff done and, you know, Obviously, it means that our social media. <laughs> I was going to say, apologies, <laughs> listeners, um, if you are on our Instagram account and it's gone a little bit quiet. I think uh, what that does highlight the fact that Tommy did probably ninety-five percent of the um, of the social media side of things, um, and I need to up my game uh, a little bit. And um, but I think um, I think a targeted. I think less is more. I think when it comes to our Instagram account, so. You know, yeah. we will still post because uh, it's we we still value our Instagram followers, big style. But we just um... absolutely. Well, look, I, f- I feel like I've had a bit of a detox, and I I feel like I will get back onto the man up one and do some posts there. I'm not going to do my personal one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like you know the social the social media space for the mental health is good because, oh, uh, you know, we we regulate it a bit more now, so. It's not yep. so. Um, it's not like a helpline. We we direct no. people to uh, you know we direct people to places they need to be or the places that can help them, um, rather than sort of trying to answer every call ourselves now. So I feel like you know that is something that is a positive thing and it's not a egotistical thing. So no. I feel like I'm going to pick it back up on that one and make that happen and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but other than that, social media, yeah, I don't miss it, mate. I don't it miss it. It can do one, mate. It can bloody do one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I um, so so I'm still on Facebook, uh, but I literally only go on there to post things that I'm doing and I want people to come along to, like gigs, yeah, uh, th- and things like that. Um, I might have a little scroll down, but hardly ever. I'm reliably informed by someone half my age who knows what they're talking about, that Facebook is dying a death. I don't... Oh, really? Yeah, that, like, if I want to... Especially for music. I will, so so this is what I've been told, okay? Okay, so I'm going to let you into a uh, little secret, secret of the kids, the cool kids, the cool <laughs> social media kids. You're so down with the kids, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I'm down with the kids. I don't know why I'm doing that voice, but anyway. <laughs> because um, we're old and this is what old people do when we try and sound cool. What, we put on a voice? <laughs> what, like that? Exactly like that. Is it? Okay. Yep. Oh, God. I'm, I'm reliably informed because I've been doing it myself at the dinner table okay. and I've been heckling my kids. <laughs> All right, I'll use my normal voice. Uh, I don't know if you can tell my voice is a bit low because I've been caning it at a wedding uh, this weekend. Uh, Leo, if you know. Do you remember Leo? Do you know Leo? I think ben, I do. Ben, ben Brown's friend, Leo. Anyway, no. you'll know. I think you know him. Anyway, um, where was it? what was I saying? Oh, yes. So social media. So I'm reliably informed. Facebook is um, and uh, Instagram is... Still there, still there, still important, still still going. But the place to be now is TikTok. Oh, for God's sake. No, 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 listen. So start doing these fucking TikTok trends. Am I going to see you dancing to, like, Jason Derulo? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been told, because oh. basically my, my music career is is like literally just treading water i'm doing i've got a great gig coming up in a couple of weeks you know we're supporting the world dj champion jfb 
Uh, oh, I'll do a quick plug of the gig. 24th September, Eternal Lakes in Kent. Tickets online, go to www.eternallakes. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't even know the actual, uh, you'll find it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, got, got a good gig coming up. Um, but I'm not really sort of progressing. So I've been talking to this sort of music marketing thing who are, are going to do a couple of things for me. And they say TikTok is going to be perfect for me because basically um, I'm good at sort of talking shit doing stupid things i'm not afraid to do stupid things and then i can just do like the odd bass video here there and what they tell me which is quite interesting and i didn't know which makes so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna lit i think i'm gonna shut facebook down or literally just sort of have it there in the background and not even go on it so this doesn't mean so this means i'm not gonna have an extra one to think about it means i'm just migrating over yeah. And then with the, with the TikTok, what I'm going to do, um, I apparently, well, apparently they 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 tell me it's a much more positive thing because you only follow stuff that you actually. So it doesn't come on your feed. You know, you can say, "Oh, I want to follow um, bass players," or "I want to follow funk p- bands," or something like that. And it's more of a community. Like you can put up a video and people can answer it and they can send their own video back and they can, you know, and, and and you could collaborate a lot more and it's a much more positive, fun space. I'm told. Um, I mean, let's face it, you know, within a couple of years, it'll go downhill again because twats will get hold of it and, you know, make it, uh, it'll be full of conspiracy theorists and, um, and nutters. But I think still for the time being, um, it's quite a positive thing. So, Yes, you will see me um, dancing with Jason Derulo. Is the leopard print thong coming back out? The caveman thong? Is that... (laughs) that, Because that's TikTok worthy. You know, from what I know of TikTok, mate, that is TikTok worthy. Oh, God, yeah. Someone reminded me of that the other day. Yeah, so basically over, um, over lockdown, over the first lockdowns, I did... Obviously, I'm at home. Slightly sort of bored, slightly twitchy, twitchy feet, twitchy fingers or whatever. And uh, so I was doing these, doing those sing song videos at the sink, which was quite good. You know, like, because they said uh, (laughs) 20 seconds at the sink and then you have to sing happy birthday. So I just started singing different songs and dressing up and singing different songs at the sink, basically, which is quite good. But then I got, I don't know, I thought I'll try and get a bit more creative. And I did a couple of things and then. For some reason, and and it's still online, listeners. You can you can you can look it up. Um, it's, <laughs> it's worth uh, look up. It's worth it. Do you think so? Oh, I don't know. It made me laugh. It did make me laugh. I don't know. So basically, I dressed up as this yoga guru, and I pretended that I was doing a, like an online yoga lesson. And I had this voice where I spoke like that, and we bend over, and we do the downward dog. So I had a voice like that and a wig on, and my the the joke was that every time I bent over, I did a fart, basically. <laughs> and um, I recorded these fart noises, um, and so I didn't know when the fart noises would come. So, but whenever they came, I just went, "Oh, oh, sorry." <laughs> um, yeah, oh, hey. lockdown, eh? <laughs> i know i know and i think i can't remember the name of it so so there is a video of me um as a yoga guru um i think um if you look at sunwalker sunwalker uk or something you'll you'll uh, on youtube you'll you'll see it there all in, in its horrible glory um but yeah it's just ways of being creative i think you're a creative person you know you just want to create and you want to get on with stuff and that's what keeps my brain going that's what keeps me sane basically um so i still think i still think and i might just i might just have to do this on my own tommy Wait, so, just... so before you say this are you gonna say about a book yes because i've got this written down of something we need to talk about because i'm feeling like we need to do it <gasps> really that's mate that is so that's synergy right there isn't it what i've got a list of things here that i want to talk to to talk to you about and and i'll read my list in order yeah one is sherman tank my therapist yeah why are dogs so happy 
<laughs> White um, dog so happy. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really yeah. discussed that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't done that. I'm going to move that down on my list. Just say that maybe we could discuss this. Just yeah. a really good one. Um, babies running around, busy. Um, yeah. Get a bit confused. What I should be doing? You know, I think that's just you know because I've got a new kid. And then books. The book, the Man Up book. Yes. And also that I actually started writing a bit of a children's book as well, a mental health children's book. So oh, wow. I feel like we need to really do this. Amazing. Well, well, okay. Okay, let's – oh, my God. Let's this do it. Is, is on, we've said it now on the podcast. We're going to write a book. Not we should. We are going to write a book. The men's mental health manual. Yeah. I, I can't go anywhere. I've got a baby here. You know what I mean? So that's okay. perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's, this is the time. This is the it's, time as we move into the the colder months and, you know, the nights get longer. Um, we're not gallivanting out overseas or anything like that. Exactly. It's a perfect time to do it. Okay. All right. So we'll make the pledge online. And then what we'll do is uh, offline, we'll discuss a course of action because we've actually got an editor waiting, ready to go. Yeah. Um, so, okay. There we oh go. My God. The Man Up Men's Mental Health Manual is coming to hopefully a bookshop near you, but who knows? Possibly just online or on our desk, <laughs> read by me, you, and a few of our close friends, and the editor because we because they're forced to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should call it Man Man Up men's mental health manual so that's four m so we could should call it m4 no four as a sort of quadruple m <laughs> quadruple m yeah four m m4 the m4 the m no anyway oh, think... no. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can have our little think tank off the uh off the podcast <laughs> yeah 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 okay. if you've got any ideas feel free to throw it in you know give us a message email us drop us a line we'll be glad to hear them except we won't check because we're none of neither of us on social media so you probably <laughs> yeah. wait about a year um, <laughs> so so okay before we before we finish let's talk about um the dog mind you know because um i'm fascinated with that as well the dog mind so why are dogs so happy what so you you go first and then i'll go okay so yeah again um so my youngest is not my youngest anymore. My middle child now. <laughs> Sonny asked me, Daddy, why is Tank always so happy? And I was like, um, <laughs> well, if you just got fed food, you know, fed, you got to sleep all day, you got strokes to pain, you'd be pretty fucking happy too, right? But um, uh, no, yeah. I didn't say that, obviously, because he's seven years old. But what it is, I think dogs are, they are just the definition of being present, mm. being in the moment, living in the here and the now. I think that Tank has got the uh, capability of thinking maybe 30 seconds ahead. Like if he hears me rustling the treat box or something, he's like, a treat's coming. I'll get excited. I think I'm going to get a treat. That's about as far as he will go. Mm. With his thinking. He doesn't give a monkey's what's going to happen tomorrow, an hour down the line, you know. He doesn't give a monkeys that he might have got told off 10 minutes ago for chewing up my slipper. He's just like, right, what's going on right now? We're here. This is great. It's just me and you. Give me a stroke. Give me a cuddle. Oh, oh my God. You put some more food in my bowl. Whoa. He's just like, that mm. is it. He's present. He doesn't think about anything else than right here, right now. And yeah. it is fucking amazing. And I wish I could if I could just stay in the hour, that would be amazing. That yeah. would be a real amount of presence. But yeah, dogs are amazing. They just don't give a monkey about anything apart from right now. Like at this very moment, he's lying on my feet, just chilling. And he is the happiest Larry because he's just near his human. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he's can just we, like, can we Eddie, hear him? Can you get him to make a noise? Can you put the right, mic right near his face? Let's have a look. I'm going to lift him up and see if he'll say something. Right. Come in, come in. Oh, come in, oh, my God, you're so big and heavy. Hello. Hello. 
Are you going to say hello? Say hello. Can you hear him? <laughs> Can you hear him breathing into the microphone? No? I can hear something. That's him. <laughs> he's just like, why have you picked me up and shoved this metal thing in my face? Oh, bless him. Bless oh, him. He's gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. He's an absolute bundle of love. Mwah. Aren't you, mate? So, so, so basically, a dog is the living embodiment of the power of now. Of e- yeah. Um, Eckhart Tolle's Toller, well, however you say his surname, the the power of now, because he don't give a shit about mistakes in the past. He don't worry about, you know, oh, am I going to get a house, buy a house? Am I, oh, girlfriend, am I going to get a girlfriend by this time? He don't give a toss about that. All he worries, he just wants a cuddle and he look up and if he gets his cuddle, then he's as happy as Larry, basically. Exactly, and you know, just to just to sort of just to sort of um, solidify that thought, he doesn't give a monkeys about messing up, right? He the other day he did a sugar honey iced tea. He pooed in the floor right by the curtains, and <laughs> I woke up in the morning. I was like, ah, oh. I was like, you naughty bastard, come here! I showed him. I said, that's dirty, and he sort of sulked off like, oh no, I'm in trouble. And off he went, and I'm picking it up, like cleaning it up, and he's like there, right next to me, licking my face, like, "Hello, mate, what's going on here? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? We cleaning something up? What happened?" <laughs> just, I'm like, "Oh my god!" You just cannot he's, stay he's, mad at him. He's brilliant. <laughs> he's basically the opposite of a of a somebody who holds a grudge, like a sort of yeah. long running grudge. I mean, what is the point in holding a grudge with with someone, isn't it? I mean, it's like yeah. just. I'm, I I feel lucky um, in my life that even though I've, I've had people in my life that have been a bit sort of toxic or whatever, you know, um, I don't feel any ill will to anyone. Um, and I don't think, yeah, I, I, I don't feel any sort of bitterness or ill will to anyone in my, in my life, really, um, which I think is pretty good. You know, get to 50, that's not a bad yeah. bad going you know even even my even my um biological mum you know don't feel any ill will or you know yeah because things i don't i just you know i i wasn't there i didn't understand the whole situation so it's 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 good it's good it's funny because when i turned 50 when i did um i was there and and uh i did we i played a gig i mean People were like, "Why you're playing a playing a gig at your own 50th. It's like, well, of course, because it's what makes me the most happy, you know. Yeah, playing music. So, and it was, it was a bit of a stress setting it all up and all that. But I'm there, and um, all my family and friends were there in front of me, and everything. It was all it was all lovely, nice big crowd of people, and they sang me happy birthday and everything like that. And uh, uh, I was going to do like a speech, and and it just it just I was going to thank my mum and dad and that, you know, cause they'd been brilliant and things like that. And I was going to sort of be, try and be profound, but it, that just all went out of my head. And the only thing I could say over the mic was, I love you. I love you all. And, and that's all I could say, you know, and it's, it's true. Um, yeah, I did get a bit, a little bit emotional then, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's it. And pretty, all right. You know, I am 50, but I'm, lucky to get to this age because a lot of people around the world don't get to this age and uh pretty lucky to be um you know sort of financially well off happy healthy with a good bunch of friends and family around me you know so so um so yeah i i i i try yeah i'll tr- I'll, I'll do the dog thing um and i think that's the best way whenever you're turning any milestone 40 50 60 70 80 whatever um just be the dog just be, be a dog. dog be a dog yeah i like that we, we we're claiming being a dog we're, we're claiming it back for a positive we're claiming it back for a positive yeah we and does that mean that does that mean we can no shit shit no, whatever we want it doesn't no <laughs> oh not unless you're going to be like happy and licking someone's face when they're cleaning up for you 
<laughs> oh, you did. You did. You kidnapped that poo. Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> Do you want me to help you? <laughs> no. Get in your bed, Tank. Go away. <laughs> can, I, can I lick my own genitals? Oh, my God. And on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have been man up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, bloody hell! You you were right though. We were we were worried that we wouldn't uh, have too much to catch up on, and it's now fifty five minutes in. Um, oh, you know what? I love doing these ones when it's just me and you. I, I mean, I love having guests, but I feel like these ones they just it's it's something just natural. Cause, like this is the first time I've actually written down things that I want to speak to you about, and mm. uh, you know, normally we just chat breeze and today we've chatted breeze, but I just love doing it. It is, I think, selfishly, again, for me, it's just like therapy, a release. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I I, nor- I normally have a couple of things, bullet points, but I didn't this time, I, you know, so yeah. glad you yeah. had the bullet points, yeah. yeah. Ch- change. Get change. you, you pro, hey, get you. Um, ah. um. Hey? <laughs> it's only taken three years. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking three years to start taking some notes. Uh, uh, right, let's rock and roll. I love you, mate. Love you, t- love you too. Yeah, I've got to go because I've got to speak to my friend. Um, yes, I'm gonna. My mate's gonna give me oh, a ring. Oh, friend, 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 friend. <laughs> oh. wanker, bass wanker. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, oh, we were doing so well. We were doing so well, and I ruined it by saying bus wanker. Anyway. Um... You think that was what ruined it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, oh, we haven't even mentioned the Queen passing yet. Um, do we Do we want to mention the Queen passing, uh, um, dying? Let's, or Let's do it. Why not? Um, very briefly, how do you feel about it? Um... Good, bad, indifferent? Yeah, I think sort of indifferent, you know, I'm not, I, I, I don't know, I've never really been massively, what's the word, not not patriotic, because I, I feel I am quite patriotic, but um, I've never been massively into the royal family and the monarchy and, you know, like mm. the Queen's speech and stuff like that, I've never really watched it, and but I just feel like, you know, like when anyone dies, I feel for the family because it's mm. someone's mother, isn't it? It's someone's mm. mother, someone's grandmother, great grandmother. Mm. And it's just like, you just think what they're going through because obviously bereavement, grief and loss, it's just, it's hard. So mm. you know, whether it's the queen or whether it was like, you know, maybe my neighbor two doors down that died, I'd feel for that family, for their loss. Mm. What they have mm. to go through. And the fact that as well, they have to do it in the public eye. Going back to what I was saying, you know, everything is in the public eye. Yeah. It, you know, some people have been really horrible about it and uh, the monarchy, but, you know, whatever you feel in your personal opinion, mm. it, it's a life, you know. I think, yeah, because I've seen a couple of posts of my friends, you know, because I've got quite a lot of sort of um, radical thinking friends and, and a couple of them have sort of put, stuff anti-monarchy stuff up there is part of me that thinks uh, maybe you know maybe read the room a bit but then there's part of me that thinks well maybe it's a good time to you know every every person's view is is valid and maybe it's a good time to sort of come up with those views as long as you're not nasty like you know good job she's dead or whatever you know yeah um so so there's one particular friend of mine who's a is actually a a tutor one of my one of my music tutors and he put a picture that he saw um he actually took it himself and it was big poster of the queen uh and then right next to it was this sort of homeless man um sort of lent lent on the bus shelter where the poster was you know and i think you know obviously the point is that the royals have enjoyed incredibly luck incredible luxury while there's people that are sort of starving on the streets and that, and that sort of thing, which is a perfectly valid, um, ex, um, you know, viewpoint. And I think, I think, but if you, again, it's going back to that thing we were saying about listening to people and being kind and respectful, people mm. have got a view like that, then you know, that's fine. Listen to it. Um, as long as you're not a twit about it, then that is fine. Um, 
like you, I'm not a a, a royalist uh, at all. Um, a royalist, not a, a what? A royalist. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> what? What did you say? Monarchist? Or what did I you say? I said first of all, I said patriotic. I said, well, no, that's not the word because I do feel like I am patriotic. Mm. Not, uh, yeah, monarchist. I think I said <laughs> royalist was the word I was looking for. Yeah. I've been in Estonia for too long, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascist. Um, 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 no. Uh, so I think, um, yeah, it is sad. And she, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a big moment in time. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be watching the funeral. I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah. I mean, I might look at the highlight of it or something just from a sort of cultural point of view. You know, it's a big moment in, in time. Um, I don't think, I think when, if I weigh it up, I think the Royals probably bring in quite a bit of tourist money and, and, you know, it's, it's quite, I don't know, there's, there's something sort of, um, that sort of unique Britishness about it, you know, apart from all the sort of, uh, the connotations of us sort of, you know, the empire and stuff like that. There are some quite sort of quirky things, which are quite quite cool and the younger royals you know harry harry and wills are quite good at sort of champion a few causes causes and that so i'm not a like let's get rid of the monarchy um i might be i might be let's try and find a cheaper way of having the monarchy and and maybe um not sort of you know getting them to pay for themselves i think i think it has changed a little bit i think there are that, that a lot of it they do pay through themselves but it is what it is um and yeah it is it's sad and she is someone's mum and she's been around for a long time and and she's been pretty cool let's face it i mean she's lived through a a long time and she's pretty much been um you know there's been no scandals with her and uh she's 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 been all right the old queenie she's been all right so charles is all right as well with his environmental thing he's he was banging on about the environment sort of 40 years ago but now you know now people are listening um so i don't know uh i guess like you i'm god rest your soul ma'am god yes yeah god rest god rest your soul i'm sitting on the fence and and uh about it but um yeah god rest your soul definitely definitely and on that profound note shall we bring it to an end let's do this okay that's been man up everyone we'll check you next time with maybe with a guest you never know bye-bye bye-bye goodbye